Tooth fairies exposed breasts made the child uncomfortable. The bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Bat mitzvah. The garden gnome has a normal-sized penis. The garden gnome has a normal-sized penis. Bam! What is happening, party people? We are back. Week off because of Memorial Day. And here we go. Live and coming at you from Austin, Texas, it is Talking During Movies. That's right. This is the podcast where we take key moments and quotes from a film to drive a two-hour conversation. Or when it's a solo podcast like this one, you just get to hear me talk for two hours over a movie. Get at us at Talking During Movies. That is on uh, Instagram. Email TalkingDuringMoviesPodcast at gmail.com. And you know what? This is the summer of shitty sequels. And in the summer of shitty sequels, you know, we, we kicked off last year. Not kicked off, but last year, a couple couple in, right? We had uh, the powerful, powerful Brian Mays join us. And we did Anchorman. And it was fun. And we loved it. And it was amazing. We had a great time. And then, you know, uh, Brian Mays went off to have a glorious career at KVU. Still does. Uh, lead morning or co-lead morning anchor with Yvonne. In Austin, Texas, there. They are an amazing duo along with uh, everyone else on that team. But, you know, they just listen. They're sitting there having fun. And uh, we're well, sitting here having fun. But, you know, in the shitty of summer sequels, when you've done Anchorman, what do you do for number two? That's right, you do Anchorman 2. Brian couldn't make it, very busy man, but we've got it here. Solo podcast. And guess how you know this is going to be a shitty summer sequel? Number one. And they don't, they don't take this curse back this far, but it's very real. It's very, very real. The curse of Drake. And when this movie opens up, there's Drake talking nonsense. There he is, his face, his big, ugly, corrosive, curse-ridden face just scorching the earth of Anchorman 2. You want to know Anchorman 2 didn't do great? I'll tell you why it didn't do great. Drake. There you go. Now, listen, Anchorman 2 is uh, hilarious. No doubt about it. There are some funny moments. The, uh, the insecurities of a, of a Ron Burgundy, the, uh, the aggressive growth of a, of, a, of a young Christina Applegate and what she wants to do to be a newscaster, Veronica Corningstone. She's amazing, right? It's all amazing. They've got their Emmys. They have everything. But... And also, they don't have everything, right? I mean, 
the uh, this this really does this movie this movie really does shine a light on the, on the insecurities of what is a person on camera, right? And the sort of you know Brian Mays and I didn't get to talk too much about this uh, with Anchorman, but for Anchorman too, I'm going to talk to you guys about this a little bit, and we're also we're going to go over some of the greatest lies the uh, the news media has ever told us. Uh, we're going to look into some other just amazing lies that have happened in this world. You know that, and then uh, this is, and this might enter, and this might delve or dip into what I like to call the uh, the Sam Tripoli, the tinfoil hat area, right? A little conspiracy esque, uh, uh, some some conspiracy style theories of what's going on or what's not going on. Hold on, and by uh, it's early in the morning, right? So we're kicking this off because I got a busy day at work, kids. Busy day at work, so we're kicking this off early. So I'm having coffee. But I do have to type out my road trip because, man, do I have a ton of beers. Hold on. Let me get a drink coffee. I'm talking about a, um, a very large cup of coffee. A very large cup of coffee with an extra shot and uh, no foam. It was, a, it was a, um, a mocha. Very large mocha. Sorry for all you people that, uh, oh, I did almond milk. So it's not like I took it from the cow's tit. So for all my little, you know, animal-loving friends out there, calm down, right? Almond milk. Large mocha. Uh, I'm sure the the chocolate was organically harvested and, and no foam. I don't do the foam. I don't like the way the foam feels on my teeth or my lips. And then the extra shot because I haven't been sleeping very well after uh, an amazing, amazing road trip. I uh, drove up to Montana and then drove back down. Both up and back. Stopping every time I stop for gas. And, and I encourage you all to do this. Right, and We're going to get into the movie. But hold on. Side, side thing here. I encourage you all to do this, right? So when you're driving around, uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, support local, shop local. And and 100% you should. 100% you should. However, you know, uh, this is also the Otis on the brewery or the distillery or the orange juice maker or anybody else out there. You know, the, the Otis on you is, is that you got to get your stuff in the store. So anyways... I uh, drive up, you know, I, I hit New Mexico, stop in Roswell. You're like, Jason, that's not the way to Montana. It can be. All right. As you can say, stop in Roswell, New Mexico. Have a little fun. Picked up some alien beer, which I'm excited about. You know, I haven't had any of it yet, but picked some of that up. Then went to Colorado, picked up a couple six packs in Colorado, picked up a wonderful six pack in, um, in uh, where was it? in Wyoming, picked up a couple of six packs in Wyoming, and then also picked up some six packs in Montana, and then did the same thing uh, around and down again. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic times. Hold on one second, folks. So, buy local, that's all I'm saying, right? So anyways, got a whole bunch of local beer. Sorry, train of thought, a little bit lost there. Uh, dog thing came up. So what happens when you're doing this out of the house early in the morning, right? Dog things come up, other things come up. It just, you know, there's a little bit of chaos that ensues. So if you see me drifting off a little bit here, just getting back from uh, the great state of Montana. I want to tell you something else that I thought was super fun. Um, I was in, uh, you guys follow, you know, follow the Instagram, right? Uh, we were there uh, live and um, having fun. And uh, I was able, Townsend, Montana, got a private tour of a new brewery, Canyon Ferry Brewing. Oh, it was so cool. Man, it was fun. So we did this um, Canyon Ferry Brewing. Went in there uh, right in downtown Townsend, Montana. And if you're like, man, I haven't heard of Townsend, it's because it's super small. But they've got some cool things going on. And one of them, and just in this little area, right? So you have 
like 40 miles away, you have another very, very small town. You know, I mean, we're talking main streets that are four blocks long, five blocks long. Right. And then the towns just go north and south or east and west. They kind of spread out. And uh, but they're just, you know, a lot of farms around there. A lot of people on the farms you don't really see in the city area, if you will. But uh, we um, so you've got the Canyon Ferry Brewing, which I believe opens this coming weekend, which is pretty amazing. And then uh, up north, White Sulphur, you have a place called Two Bassets Brewing, which has been around for a little bit. And I've tried to get up there multiple times. Each time I go to Montana, I try to swing in and, uh, and get, get my hands on some New Bassett beer. I can get it at the local Bar 47 in White Sulphur, but every time I've gone up there, they've been closed. Their, their hours are weird, man. They're super weird. But uh, So hold on one second. Coffee drink? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we are, uh, so anyway, support local, drink local, have a little fun. Um, check out these local distilleries, these local breweries. They are, they're absolutely amazing. You know, and, 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 and Tad, thank, thank you so much for, uh, for giving me out. You know, it's not, this is not an ad. All right. This is just, I had a really good time. I got to try uh, four different beers. They were all exceptionally good. So find yourself in Montana. Find yourself around that um, capital city area, Helena. Just go ahead and make that you know thirty minute drive down to Townsend, and um, and check out Canyon Ferry Brewing. It's it's really really nice. Uh, they they did an exceptional job. The building is from like the eighteen fifties. He even kept some of the old wood in there. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, you know couldn't be um, couldn't be more impressed with uh, with how with how with how it went down and and could be more impressed with the beer. First time brewer, and uh, his wife is the uh, is the head brewer, you know, and and, uh, and they got big plans for that for that brewery, big plans, uh, lots of charity work that they want to do, lots of fun that they want to have. So there you have it. There's our there's our beer plug moment, right? We got some alien beer, got some Colorado beer, got some Idaho beer. We have some. What else do we got? We got we got Montana beers in there. We got Texas beers. We, we got local. We got local breweries, local bars. Oh yeah, I mean just you guys. It's eat and drink local. Have some fun. Enjoy yourself, okay? And and get out there. But support these support these people that are doing so much. That are that you know that are working really hard. Support them. Get out there and support them. So there you go. All right. Enough with that. To the Bergs, to the Ron Burgundy. You know, uh, you see, you know, and we've seen this in uh, uh, all around, right? You you see the the people that um, that, that fall from grace. Um, then Ron Burgundy's fallen from grace a, a couple of times, but he always, you know, what he does? He always rebounds and comes back. And if there's so, if the, if there's two things we want to look at in this movie, right? There's two things you want to look at. Let's go three, actually. We're going to go three. One, there's nothing greater than the love of a dog, right? The, I mean, Baxter is with him by his side, protecting him, saving him, doing all of these things that, uh, that, that good dogs do, that good, good dogs do, A. B, you will find yourself, um, you will find yourself uh, falling, right? And I think Dane Cook's, yeah, Dane Cook, I read this on his Instagram, right? Dane Cook came out and he's just like, Hey, you're never falling back, you're never falling down, you're pressing forward. And I agree with that. Just think of it, the, the direction of forward has changed, right? But you're pressing forward, you're learning from your mistakes. And then you have a choice, right? You got to bet on yourself again, you got to go out there and do it again, or you don't. 
And, uh, you know, Dane Cook is, is, is a shining example of a, of a great comedian who went to the heights, got, you know, kicked in the teeth as he was working hard and, and going after it and making it. And, you know, some comics were shitting on him. And then I think his brother or brother-in-law, I think his brother, right, stole everything from him. And then he built, he's built himself back up again. I mean, the, you know, and you're like, well, it's just not, you know, this hard, hard world out there. I get it. Life's fucking hard, folks. All right. And I'm not saying that his problem's exactly yours, that yours isn't as important as his or anything like that. But saying it because you you get knocked down, you get to get back up again. Right. And, you know, the, oh, man, the burgundy is really getting after these pancakes. He goes, when was the last time you had pancakes? Pancakes at a restaurant, at a diner. Pancakes at a diner, delicious. I mean, hands down, absolutely amazing. Coffee drink, hold on. You know, do you do you do one pancake at a time? Are you layering, are you taking the three, the short stack, let's just go the short stack of three, and cutting a little triangle, all three, diving your fork into the heart of all three. Do, 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 do. Butter's oozing out, syrup's dripping off, and then shoving that in the old meat soup. What are you doing there, huh? Whoa, Ron Burgundy's getting paid some cash like a hooker. Ba-bow. So, you know, getting back to the, the serious part of this, and, and you know, you guys that listen know the ADD, the ADHD, the, the DDHD, the girl behind Ron Burgundy's eyebrows are in fucking sane. They're going in nine different directions. She's terrified. She's an extra. How do you find out who the extra is in the diner scene where Ron Burgundy's eating pancakes of the lady with the crazy eyebrows? How do you find her? And then how, whoa, that eyebrow is shooting straight up into the sky. Goodness gracious. My goodness. So there you have it. So anyways, uh, oh, Ron Burgundy and Jesus hanging out together in the staying classy mobile. Look, there's road trips involved in this. Hence, just talking about the road trip. You guys, it all wraps together. You got to stay with me. You got to stay focused. Not that I'm focused, but you got to stay a little focused. You got to have some fun. So, do you think it's interesting that Ron Burgundy just left his wife and kids? Just left? Just got out of there? I find that very interesting. I don't find that... Uh, you know, I don't find that uh, very endearing of our of our hero. That's for sure. I mean, at least Champ went out and got some chicken, right? You know, all of these people are rebounding in some way. I mean, if you're going to take anything away from this shitty summer sequel, it is going to be the fact that all these people rebounded. They all rebounded. Oh, someone's got a Band-Aid in their coleslaw. Oh, nasty motherfucker. You know, back then in the 70s, you could uh, you could get away with a little Band-Aid and the coleslaw. Today, in the wonderful world that we live in, right, you know, uh, with Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat and everything else, you can't get away with a, with a little Band-Aid and the coleslaw, man. You're making national news. Uh, in fact, what, a, a couple in Texas... They, uh, they wanted to do a graduation party. By the way, let, let's talk about the over-exaggeration of, uh, of all of this, you know. And let's, so they, they're like, oh, man, we just, you, we just wanted to get this done, and we just wanted to, uh, you know, make this happen. And uh, well, so we got this graduation cake, and wouldn't you know it, horrible, horrible news. They don't have a cake ready, so we picked one that was already pre-made. It was styrofoam inside. And they're crying about it. They're like, we're so embarrassed. Why are you embarrassed? Someone made a fucking mistake. Stop being, you know, stop taking it so literally 
Stop, you assholes, you crazy, crazy. Playing a victim. Listen, someone fucked up. Who cares? All right? You got a cake, that, and it was a mistake. Who cares? You're crying about it on TV. You're making news crying about the fact that a Walmart employee, someone making minimum wage, gave you a cake that was styrofoam instead of real, and now you're embarrassed? You couldn't laugh about it? You can't be like, this is one for the books, ha, 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 and then maybe take it back right then and there. I don't know how far, I live you, how far away you are from a Walmart. Or call them up and be like, hey, man, you guys kind of screwed up. Now, once again, that person making minimum wage. And here's the thing about shopping local, right? So let's let's go, let's go full circle it back to shopping local and how much fun I have with um, with, with, with the local people and, and shopping local, right? So you got Walmart. You got someone making minimum wage, and they really don't care, right? I mean, they're just, listen, they're just giving back to the corporation. It is a job to pay the bills. Life for them is about paying the bills, and that's it. And probably their bills aren't even getting met. We don't even get into the you know the pee bottles and, and the crazy breaks that aren't uh, you know that happen at Amazon and all the other bullshit that happens there. But let's really let's look at Walmart. Right? So you got the you got the person making minimum wage. They actually give you the the styrofoam cake, which is the design cake, and then in that right you get it you come home you don't even realize how light it is you're not thinking that person wasn't thinking you cut into it you play the woe is me card right you call the news you're like i can't believe this is horrible the news comes to you and they're like we're gonna interview you we're gonna fuck walmart and you're like yeah fuck walmart but if you would have shopped local and let's say that would have happened you could have called that local owner and been like hey man just want to let you know um that uh that this uh, this happened, and I'm wondering if you can swing by a cake. Now, if they have a cake ready, they're going to swing that cake by. They're going to get out of their house because they know the importance of graduation. They understand exactly what's going on. But uh, anything else, you know? Listen, folks, they're they're going to help you out. They're local. They want their local name. Walmart doesn't give a fuck. Walmart gave you a gift card to bring you back into shop more, and a weird number, sixty dollars. They gave them a sixty dollar gift card. A little over fifty, not quite a hundred. Right, uh, the cake probably costs twenty, but then you're going to spend seventy there for sure, and that's just how it works, man. That's that's how they get you. Weird numbers, sixty dollars, not fifty, because you can build the fifty. Sixty, you're like, oh, sixty, I can spend seventy, and now they're going to get ten more dollars from you. See what they did? That's how they fucked you. You just weren't ready, folks. You just aren't ready. That's why you shop local. Not saying that Walmart's a bad place or that it's Satan, because it's not Satan. I mean, it's Satan's third cousin, Amazon Satan. Uh, but you know, it's just you got to be careful. And just shop look, things that are very special to you that are they're they're like that man. Shop local. T- embrace it with the local. Come on now. All right. So in this uh, in hard transition, once again, weird stop. You're like, what happened with the weird stop, dude? You have two weird stops. Two weird stops. Two weird things popped up. That's just what. Listen, early morning stuff. Weird. So I don't I don't have the calm of the afternoon where I'm bullshit and I'm drinking beers and I'm just ignoring everything around me. Right. This is first thing in the morning. I'm getting fired up. The dog gets a little fired up. There's people. We're starting to wait. Listen, there's a lot of stuff going on that you guys don't know about. That's why I got the super coffee. Okay? This is why we have the super coffee. Right? You got to have the super coffee for these kind of mornings. You want to get up at 4.30 in the morning to do a fucking podcast? That's right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Play like a champion. Drink your coffee. Get excited. Get after it. So one of, one of the... Um, one of the uh, uh, things that you know Ron does is he gets this opportunity. He's building, but he's bringing the boys back, building back the team. And it's always this, this, this you know, this movie from from Anchorman and Anchorman Two, 
you know, so I, and you've, you've got the, the team is very eccentric and, and, and very, very different. But, um, you know, they're, they're, they, they bring the boy, the band gets back together again. The, the band gets back together again. And it's awesome. Right. I mean, they're back and they're not perfect. They're not complete assholes. They're not complete psychopaths, but man, they are different. And they've got their crews across country in the in the in the Ron Mobile, if you will, right? Uh, having a good good time. I love this scene. You know, they're all together. They're hanging out. They're drinking. They're in the uh, in the in the RV, and uh, it's driving itself. Reminds me of of a. Let me tell you a quick side story here. And then we're going to get back to team building and friends and what it's like to really go through something with with friends, but. So I was uh, years ago. Uh, I was with my, uh, my my mother, and her husband had passed away, and she was going to finish this road trip up to uh, Montana. And I said, "I'll do it with you." And she was in. She they had an RV. Now oh, they're drinking Miller Lite. Good for them. So they had an RV, hanging out. We're hanging out. We're driving it from California up to Montana. We we're like, Jason, you drive a lot to uh, Montana. I've made many a trips, no matter where I've lived in the U.S. I've made many, many, many a trips to uh, to Montana. Uh, and uh, this is no, this is this one. You know, she's driving along. My mom, five one, about one hundred and twenty pounds, little mean Irish lady. And uh, you know, we're cruising along, having a good time. She's one. She's going eighty miles an hour in an RV, eighty miles an hour, two lane highway. Two. She's passing people like it's a fucking sports car. You don't pass people in RVs. RVs fifty five. Stay alive. Just cruise along, right? Every bump you hit, the whole thing bounces across the road. You have to understand, it's narrow, it's tall, and it's long. There's a gust of wind can tip an RV over. A gust of wind can just tip it right over. They're pieces of shit. They are. Now, you know, uh, my, my good friend Trey will tell you, as is a former RV salesman, they're amazing, they're great, they've got a lot of value. Unless wind comes up or unless a corner comes up. They don't, they're just, they're proportionally, they're just off, completely 100% off. So anyways, she was, well, I, I turn around, I'm like, you know, I'm going to drive. You, you're terrifying me. You've passed a car. I literally almost climbed out the passenger side window because I just, I could not believe what in the hell was going on. She was terrifying, you know, and as Burgundy's cooking, it reminds me, so this is what happened, right? So we're hanging out, we're having a good time, and I smell burritos, I go, Mom, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm making burritos. Like, you're making burritos? She's like, yeah, I'm making burritos. What? She lit a bomb. It's a propane tank. She fucking lit a bomb. She just lit a bomb, put some, put some burritos in the oven, started, started uh, you know, uh, cooking them. And then we're driving down a bumpy road. And then I hear, gaga, gaga, gaga. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Goes, oh, you don't, yeah, I'm cleaning one of the rugs. She had opened the window in the back, hung a rug out, and was beating it against the side of the RV. Get the fuck out of town. I've got burritos cooking. I'm doing 50, 55 miles an hour. And she's beating on the side, so I don't know if the bomb's about to blow. Who knows what the fuck is happening? Who knows? Only she does. She's a psychopath. Psychopath. Just, I could not believe how it happened. I could not believe what happened. It was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. Being trapped in an RV with her, trying to drive to Montana, as she would drive 85 and pass cars. And then when I tried to drive slow and at a reasonable speed, 
and be a reasonable human being than she would just light a fucking bomb and let it go to town. Ugh. Awful. Absolutely awful. Back to team building. Sorry. He was like, Jason, I don't care about your trips with you and your weird mom. Well, no one does. However, I do care about some other things. One, my voice. So here's the fun thing, right? So you see the group. Uh, you, you know, Ron's built his team up. They're having a lot of fun. You got you to think, right? So I think what's the lottery? Is that like $400, $500 million? Something crazy like that. You're like, okay, well, that's interesting. So you got four, five hundred million bucks. Let's say you win that. Let's just give you $300 million. $300 million. Who's your boys? Who's the team? What's the group you build up? Huh? Who are your friends that you get together and you're like, we're, bu- we're building a company, man. We're having some fun. And then in building that company and having some fun, what do you do? Who's the responsibility on? Is it your passion? Is it everyone's? Like, did you all want to own a bar? Okay, let's take my group of friends. So we're going we're gonna to take, take John, Father John. We're going to take Bigger, Better, Better. We're going to take Chris Mills and myself, right? So let's just get those guys. That's the four of us. And let's say we've all had a passion to own a bar. Well, here's the difference that we have, right? You got Brett, fam, bigger, better, better, family man, uh, you know, doesn't stay up late, and the smell of beer gives him a hangover. You have Milsey, he uh, new family man, newly married. I mean, newly married compared to, to bigger, better, better, and some other people, right? Uh, you know, still, I don't even know if he drinks anymore or not. I have no idea. But we used to uh, have quite a few surveys together. You got Father John. I mean, all he does is he he just dates and travels, right? And uh, creates fun little words and colloquialisms and hugs that uh, and is probably going to get after the ladies. And then you got me, right? Can still carry my own. Never had a hangover. Loves to get out. Loves a good loves a good dive bar scene. Loves it. Loves some loud music. Put the TVs on, have a good time, smaller bar. It's all good. It's a lot of fun. Now, that might have been our dream, let's say, 30 years ago, 20, 25 years ago. And now we're all together and we're hanging out. We're having a good time. We're partying it up. And I, I win the lottery and I said, hey, guys, we're all going to live in this one town. And you know what? I'm going to pay for everything and we're going to have salaries of X and we can travel the world together. But we're going to own this bar. What do you think? I'm telling you right now. Just like what, what's happened before, it is absolute. it's going to just, it's going to fall apart. You can't, you're going to build that team, but the, 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 our growth, the good thing is we're all still best friends, but the growth, the eccentricities that we have as a group, right? The dynamics have changed so much. Brett's not open on that bar. You get a hangover as soon as he smells that first spilt beer. You're going to have a headache all day long, right? Plus, his wife doesn't want him in a bar all night long, and he wants to spend some time with his daughter. What's he going to do, the afternoon shift and be bored? Hmm? Or you can help me brew beer? Well, I guess he could make whiskey. He does like whiskey. We could do a distillery side and have whiskey, right? I don't know what Millsy's up to, man. It might not be nothing of a challenge. Mills is smart. That guy's got stuff cooking in his brain all the time, and he can run some numbers like nobody's business. Father John, one, he is going to sleep with every hot girl that comes in. So that's, a, that's going to be a problem, right? As multiple girls come in, there's going to be some sexual harassment issues we're going to have to handle with all of his hugging of employees and, and of, of co-owners. And are you co-owners? If I take the $300 million and I buy all this and I pay for all this, is it just me funding fun? And then if I'm funding fun, if someone's no longer having fun, then do they leave and do they still get the money? Like, how does this work, right? These are all the problems you have with, with these dynamic team buildings that, that Anchorman 2 never gets into. 
that you got to think about? Or is it because you have $300 million, you say, fuck it, and you go with it? Well, I'll tell you this much. Mike Tyson had that much money. He said, fuck it, and just go with it, and he's broke now. So, and there's quite a few other athletes and professionals around the world who found their entourage and said, fuck it, let's go with it. Let's just go with it. Let's just have some fun. Come on, who can, whammy, mammy, whammy. Who knows? So, you know, these, these are the things that, that break into your brain, right? These are the things that break into my brain. I was, I was thinking the other day, you know, after visiting the, the Canyon Ferry Brewing Park, you know, Townsend, Montana, small place, but my grandfather, not, not the nicest man in the world, uh, but he made some big impacts on that town, some really, really big impacts on, on that town. Um, he created, uh, you know, these guards for, against wind so the dust wouldn't blow through town. He helped bring a pool in. You know, he had the, he owned the town paper for a while. He owned several papers in the, in the region. And then he also, um, you know, he, he also owned a real estate company there. So there was a lot of stuff happening that the town had a big impact, you know, and, and as he's passed away and as, as uh, other relatives have moved out of Townsend and uh, others have retired, right? They're not doing stuff. You know, the, uh, the difference, the growth, the, the, the change is, is that that town is, is not, you know, it doesn't, that, I guess our name or, or maybe our family legacy, just have that cachet and you think, right? You're like, man, I mean, wouldn't it be cool to then let's, let's go theoretically, let's, you know, team building, but family building, legacy building, name legacy building, right? The, the name of the Ron Burgundy, the, the name of the Tom Brokaw, the, the, the great names in news. Do you try to bring back a, a, a name for a small town? Do you try to do that? And if you try to do that, how does that work? Shit, I don't know. But I just had this thought. I was like, man, wouldn't it be great? You go in there, put a whiskey distillery in there, put another brewery in there. They found out that this bar uh, downtown, like the lady got evicted. She's losing her liquor license. She's trying to sell it for 12 grand. I was like, man, could I live here? Could I bring my family here? I mean, school's good there, right? School's good. My wife would lose her mind, right? She, she just doesn't want to live in a town of like 800 people. That's for sure. Not at all. Doesn't want to do that. But then you're like, man, the, 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 the building of the family name, what does that look like? Could that be fun? Could you go into that town and kind of rebuy things and, and rebuild and repurpose some of that information? I don't know, but it fascinated me and it got me daydreaming for for quite a quite a bit. Coffee time. Hold on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that 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 was going on. One of the things I wanted to get into uh, with this movie, you know, is and this gets into our tinfoil hat style pieces here that that uh, that that are always very interesting, right? So, lies. You know, uh, Burgundy and the team, they never really tell the truth, right? I mean, it, it's slapsticky, satirical, it's fun, you know, they're goofy. They exaggerate the scores. They exaggerate what happened or what didn't happen. You know, uh, of course, there's blatant sexual harassment. It is, it, is, it is the era of the time where at the time that wasn't considered sexual harassment. It was just considered how you treat men or women, mostly, I'm sorry for our lady friends, women. But in all of that, you know, and one of the things that, uh, that was talked about in Anchorman 1 and then talked about Command 2 is just, there is this overlying trust of, of who a, a journalist is and what a journalist can deliver, you know. And, and you think about what's gone on in the world and you got to go, man, a lot. Like, how do we still trust the news? I mean, you can sit there and whether you listen to, I don't know, you could listen to uh, any number of second tier outlets 
Uh, and I'll call them second channel because they just don't have that name cache of a Fox, a CBS, an NBC, an ABC, or a CNN, right? They just don't, they just don't have that. And you just have to wonder and go, huh, what the heck? Why is it that all of these people, and you just Google it, right? All these people have lied to us. And what does that lie mean? What is, what is going on where, you know, these lies are, why are they getting away with lying? And why do we still trust them? Why do we not challenge them when it comes to uh, to the lies that have that, that 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 are that are being told to us? So you know, it's funny. I uh, I googled you know uh, top lies from news and everything. The first page that came up, and this might be indicative of of, of a larger thing that's happening uh, of controlling the narrative of how technology and play, things like Google, uh, Twitter, Instagram can control a, uh, a narrative at some capacity. So I, I Google top 10 lies from US media and I get across the board, oddly enough, I don't get the top, I get, I get the top 10 lies Trump has told, or the greatest lies Trump, and, and I'm, I'm not here to say that I like Trump or dislike Trump. The, po the politics of that is, is, is inconsequential. It doesn't really matter. What is interesting though is when you ask, has the media lied to us? You get, here's how Trump's lied to us. That's what comes up in the search engine, which, which theoretically means, you know, in, in my dumb, dumb mind, and there's some computer scientist or someone who writes algorithms out there going, no, let me tell you what you're doing wrong. But, it, it, you know, from my point of view, not even a conspiracy theorist point of view, Sam, you could take this part over and, and run to the hills with it. But just from my point of view, I'm like, why are you, when I'm asking if the media has lied, why is the first thing you're telling me is that Trump's lied to me? You know, uh, why wouldn't it be the first thing you said? Why wouldn't you say, you know, religion's lied to me? Why isn't Scientology ahead of Trump? They've been lying longer. They have, right? Why, uh, why aren't politicians in general? Why aren't the people across the board, uh, you know, the politicians who lie to you every day, who say, we're not going to raise your taxes, they raise your taxes. We're not going to do this, they do that. Why aren't they on there? You know, is it, <clears throat> and then we know that the media has lied to us. So why does it, why is it so difficult to, uh, you know, to, um, to find out what, what, what the hell? I'm just, I'm curious, right? I'm, I'm very interested. So in that, I finally found somewhere where, you know, it was, um, where, where I finally found a couple of places where I could find out where the media has lied to us. I just want to be like, all right, so we got the media who's lied to us. I'm excited about it. And these are blatant big lies. So I just wanted to tell you, right? I just wanted to uh, just wanted to share with you um, some of these interesting lies. You're like, just Jason, just get to it. I'm getting to it. Right? It's just it's so it's fascinating to me. This stuff is really fascinating to me. So the number one, the, the three notorious cases of trusted media outlets spreading fake news. So here we go. Uh, number one. NBC, and I remember this, right? It was in 19, uh, 1992, uh, producers for the television news magazine Dateline had a problem. They had a story all planned out about how unsafe General Motors trucks could be in an accident. And they needed some good footage of explosions and fire to spice up the segment. This should not have been too hard considering that the story angle was that these trucks had defective tanks and would explode at the drop of a hat. In reality, Multiple attempts had failed to produce quite, quite the effect the show needed, or indeed any effect at all, safety-wise. 
So the rumor has it that these trucks are like the Pontiac Fiero. You know, we build excitement. You get rear-ended, the the hot engine goes in the gas tank, and boom, explosion. Right? This is this is the this is the gist. And you've got this trusted news magazine, the the third cousin to 60 Minutes. They just says, you know, we're Dateline. We usually cover murders, but sometimes we we, we cover this. And and here we go. We're going to let you know that this just isn't safe, right? And instead of now, here's here's your options as a producer, as an as, as a news agent, um, you get to look at this and go, man, this just isn't really happening. Do we change the story and say we've heard of this stuff? We tried multiple attempts, it didn't happen. However, our safety experts say you should probably do X, Y, and Z. Or do you keep you know, do you keep producing and saying, you know, fundamentally these are unsafe. And in fact, let me show you how unsafe they are. So let's make a couple minor modifications, minor modifications. Let's just a little bit, let's twinge it left, twinge it right. Let's have a little bit of fun. And then boom, let's watch these motherfuckers blow up like fireworks. So what happens? They had a firefighter who had to be present on the foot to, to tape it just because you've got fire and explosions. You've got a whole bunch of stuff going on, right? And he tipped off GM that something wasn't right. That that NBC had manipulated the vehicle so that when they, when they collided, they exploded. Yeah. So when they did find it, GM discovered that the gas tank hadn't cracked open like NBC said, but that the gas caps from a different model truck popped off on impact. Even that wasn't enough to produce the explosion, so producers planted incendiary devices under the truck to set off the gas cloud. Come on, man. Like, why, why, is, it, why is it so hard to be honest? This is, what, this is what I'll never understand, right? Is that you have an opportunity to be honest and tell the truth and tell the news. You have that opportunity. It's right there in front of you. And instead of telling the truth or telling the news, you just, you tell your narrative of what you want to hear. One second. The problem with pushing this crazy narrative of what you want to hear, of what you think is important, of what's going on with you, is that it's, it's not, it's not the truth, man. That's just, you, you can't be mad at people for, you know, listen, the average person pushes their narrative or has some fun on on Facebook or does whatever, expands on a lie, or maybe, you know, horses don't look up, horses don't like squares, that's why hay bales are rectangular, whatever it may be, who cares? But the news, the place where you go for information, the free public airwaves that they sit on and make money off of, what do you get? Lies, lies, and, and they have an angle, and who knows what the angle was? Who knows why they decided to keep pursuing this versus saying, hey, these trucks are safe. Having a feel-good story and really pushing out the angle that, hey, this is safe and this is what it looks like. Instead of that, they said, no, it's going to be more fun if we just have them explode. Yeah. So a massive lawsuit later, right? You know, um, the story. They blamed unnamed contractors and claimed their new policy was to not do that anymore. New policy was to not do that anymore. Jeez. One of the, um, one of the greatest lies fed to us by, by politicians you know, and, it, and, and here's, here's a fun note, historical fun, fun fact is, uh, you know, every, politicians in their time are thieving, lying, manipulative, murderous, um, what, you know, just horrible, horrible, money-grubbing, slimy, 
tell you anything just to get you to shake their hand slime balls right they start they're horrible fucking people they you know and i was like dude just so i, I know a politician he's not horrible yeah he is or she is fucking horrible all right they're just their their innate thing is to please you at the moment so that they can get your money and move forward with their agenda they never want to tell you their agenda right they just want to tell you what you want to hear so they can get the seat so they can have the power when they don't understand that that seat is a seat of servitude, not a seat uh, of power. For some reason, the dynamic, something has changed. Something has changed to where we've gone from, this is this is a, a seat of, of servitude and you should want to do this so you can do the best for your country across the board to a seat of power where it's like, oh no, I'm the baller shot caller. So one of the greatest, most recent lies that we've had was uh, the pretext for the war in Iraq. You got to think about this, right? The, the war in Iraq was, I mean, the, the most atrocious thing that happened was the lives lost. It just was. Lives lost on both sides, you know. Uh, I mean, the, the New York Times ran, you know, on, on, on the run-up, right, um, for, for, a, for, a, for the start of the war that went 2001, 2003. There are so many lies to be told by so many formerly reliable sources that irreparable harm may have been done to all of the news outlets that covered it. But no one was as badly tarnished as the New York Times. In support of war hysteria, the Times printed more exaggerations, fabrications, and plain lies than possibly any other media outlet since the Soviet Union collapse. For example, on on November 11, 2001, William Sapphire wrote a column warning Americans about Saddam Hussein's secret links to Al-Qaeda. Now, we know this just isn't true. We know that, in fact, we know that the terrorists came from Saudi Arabia and from Afghanistan, not from Iraq. We know this. We knew this at that time. But for some reason, we wanted to invade Iraq, not Syria. And there's lots of reasons for that. That once again, tinfoil hat Sam Tripoli could dive into and has dived into. Check out that podcast. Have some fun with it, all right? Don't I mean I don't take everything Sam says as 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 the Lord's truth. Sorry, Sam, I love you, but I just don't. But I still like to hear it. I like his insights. I like what the way the brain moves. I do, right? So you know, Sapphire claimed that members of Saddam's Secret Service had met with Al Qaeda operatives in Prague. Well, it's not true. When the Czech government went public saying the meetings never happened, Sapphire wrote another column claiming the meeting had indeed happened, but in Kurdistan, where apparently they didn't have a subscription to the New York Times. <laughs> Jabs. Real good jabs and also true jabs. I mean, these guys, come on, man. And the arrogance of the New York Times, just like the arrogance of CNN, the arrogance of NBC, you know, this, they're, I guess right now in this day and age, you know, um, what, you, what you have to be, I'm assuming, especially after the Iraq war, after everything that's happened, and the fact that you continually lie to us. Like, you know, Hillary Clinton stole, stole, stole uh, the, pres- the, the run for the presidency from Bernie Sanders in the way that the Democratic Party treated the independents and, and the, Bernie, the Bernie voters, right? The people that love Bernie. She, she stole that. She did. The media never ran that story. The media never went after her for that. They just didn't. And depending on the news outlet that you listen to, right? I mean, some will say that Hillary should go to jail for the emails. Others will say it's not a big deal. Both have experts on um, citing their side. They've got their agenda, their angle, what they think is special, what they want to do. Listen, it's inconsequential to the fact that the media gave its bias on it. It just did. And so when you see this stuff, you know, 
and and the arrogance that they have, you know, and I'm getting back to this arrogant point. It's like the arrogance that they have is what, man? Oh, that's right. The air, the fucking arrogance that they have is simple. It's very, very simple. They are like a pro athlete, just a pro athlete who misses a shot, or better yet, fouls you. They just foul you, right? Boom, they foul you, and then what happens? Did you foul? Wait, man, foul. I didn't foul you. I didn't touch you. I didn't travel. I didn't miss a shot. No, no, no. I mean, the memory is so short. And and the um, the ability or the understanding of the wanting or the desire or the insight to have any sort of apology or... I mean, I was playing basketball and, and you know, I, I hit this guy, head faked, I landed on him. Like, Shit, man, I'm so sorry. I am so, so sorry. And I had a guy grab me and go, don't apologize to him. He gave you that head fake to make you jump up. And you land. that's his consequence if you land on him. Don't apologize. He's the enemy. And I don't think he said the enemy. I think he just said don't apologize. But still, it's like, what? I'm an apology guy. I mean, you make a mistake. You do something wrong. Sam Donaldson. <laughs> Come on. That was funny. And I'm not a news agency, so fuck off. All right? I got more emails about that. Yeah, we made a mistake. Guess what? I'm not NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN. Fox, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, I mean, none of those things. None of those things at all. All right. But for the people that are those things that blatantly lie to you, get how many of all you people that sent in about Sam Donaldson, right? That freaked out about everything, right? All of you people that did that, that just that just shit the bet on that. All of you that did that. How many of you have emailed in to CNN when they make a mistake? Huh? We got more people watching golf emailing in the golf channel saying, you know, this person fucked up here, this did that here, than anything else. Then, then, then on the New York Times reporting falsehoods because you're afraid to be labeled a conspiracy theorist. It just, it's so fucking dumb. Hold on one second. Coffee. Oh, I'm getting fired up now, folks. Anchorman 2 is a backdrop for lies. This is beautiful. This is stuff you're not going to get anywhere else. I can tell you that right now. So lies from September 2, right? The paper ran a story on a UN International Atomic Energy Agency reporting claiming that Iraq was six months away from having a nuclear weapon. But in fact, this just never existed. Never existed. Folks, it didn't exist. See, and this is the frustrating part. It didn't exist. Right? So in all of this happening, in it not you gotta take pause. You really do have to take pause. And and I'm not saying you just can't trust anybody anymore. I don't want to go to that extreme. But I want to go to the extreme of you need to, as a person, right? You need you need to look at multiple sources. You need to understand what's happening in the world. You need to, I mean, if if you would have just understand the geopolitical climate of what was going on with Iran and Iraq and what was, you know, and how um, Al-Qaeda didn't like uh, Iraq at all because they were very secular, uh, that that might have changed your tune, right? That, that probably did change your tune. It should have. It absolutely should have. So, yes, man, you got to be careful. And you know what? And when the big ones lie, they lie to such an extreme, you know, that even when they get caught, they didn't get caught, right? Because my agency is so big. NBC is so big, right? We had contractors doing that. It wasn't really us. I mean, we had an idea of what we wanted to do. And then we gave it off to this private producer group and then they did it. And man, we're so sorry. We had no idea. So you've just, you've got to really think about what the fuck is going on. 
man, and what you have to do and go after. It's uh, it's absolutely amazing. So let's go to this last one. And this is a big one as well. And, th- and this gets into another whole thing of of what's happening. And, 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 and this really does wrap into a, a culture war, if you will, a, a culture idea of of what is 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 going on in in how this is shaping our communication so so think about this right we had this whole part come up one second folks one second one more thing has just popped up early in the morning this way we don't do these in the morning hold on who gets a call in the middle of a podcast at 5 a.m now well actually 5 17 a.m started at 4 30 right we're 47 minutes into this right who gets that call I do. I get the call. Head of Global gets that call. I'll tell you something, folks. The phone never stops ringing. But after a couple of beers, you just kind of ignore it. But when you don't have any beers inside of you, you know what you do? You're like, oh, fuck, I probably should answer this. All right, so let's get back into this. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Here we go. This is, I know, rough start today, man. We got to, we're going to, I'm going to do some more. We're going to get the flow back. All right, I, I apologize. A week off. You know, the, the mind is a little slow. Early in the morning, we've learned a lesson, right? The lesson is no 4.30 a.m. Uh, pieces. I think that's what that's what we learned right there. That's what, that's what we learned. That's okay. We're going to, well, listen, we're going to put this out here this morning on Tuesday morning, probably about 10 a.m. Central Time or whatever. We'll get this done. I'm not worried about it. Hold on one second. Drink a coffee. <laughs> so the final, the third big lie that we've seen, right? And this is this is a tough one. But it lines into a lot of things that, that have gone on and it really comes down to where you have an option of, of drawing lines in the sand and saying, you know, picking sides or picking truth, right? You just have these options. So let's check. So Rolling Stone put out a thing, uh, November 19th, 2014, uh, reporter uh, Sabrina Rubin, um, Erdely. I apologize if I got your name wrong there, uh, Miss. Not, not in any intent. Published a 9,000-word feature article, complete with the haunting artwork called "A Rape on Campus." A rape on campus, you know. And this is just, you know, you know, as dads send their daughters to college and sons, you know, moms send sons and vice versa, everything, right? You know, sexual assault, drinking, death. Foolish decisions. I mean, these are, you know, and I'm not trying to put foolish decisions in the same categories, right? Right. But they, they're all things that happen, right? That the parents worry about. And uh, assault to your son or daughter in any capacity, whether it's through a fraternity and a prank or, or anything else, is, is your, is your, is your, is your weird, is, is your toughest moment, right? So the story purported to be that a female student at the University of Virginia identified only as Jackie and, and good. Right? I mean, listen, uh, for rape victims to come forward, you need they need to have their anonymity, and I completely understand that. Right? She'd been brutally gang raped by several college men as part of a fraternity initiation, and that's where you know that's where I bring in the the, the fraternity initiations, the the things that happen that you worry about across the board. The article didn't include any quotes from the accused, nor were any of Jackie's claims investigated. Now this is where it gets tough, right? Because you want to and you need to invest in and invest in 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 the investigation uh you need to make sure that the claims are are correct a b and you don't you don't want to put the person on trial you know there there is a there is there's a thin line and a you know and and it's but but there's but that thin line is is as strong as can possibly be right and what that thin line is doing is it's saying hey 
we are going to, and we need to investigate this. We just need to challenge this in some capacity. And how do we challenge it? Well, this is what we're going to try to do to, to, to challenge it. We're not challenge it, but just verify what's happening, right? And it's tough, man, because rape is a crazy, it is such a, a, a brutal, invasive, grotesque thing that happens. Um, you know, you, I can't imagine someone coming and saying, hey, I, you know, this happened to me and I'd like you to write this, you know, and the story comes out. They're like, oh, by the way, I need to verify this. You know, I, listen, I'm not, I'm not saying this one's easy, but at the same time, for, it, for journalistic credibility, it has to be done, right? Right. So, for one, you know, the fraternity in question, which allegedly included, included rape as initiation, wasn't accepting new pledges at the time. So there was one issue. Um, you know, for another, the party that Jackie claimed to have been picked up from never happened. And the individual that she named as her primary attacker didn't attend her school and couldn't be identified. Despite Jackie's insistence that she knew him well and had dated him for some time. So this is where you... These are where the flaws come in. And this is where the investigation comes in, where I don't think you have to attack or or question the person who was um, sexually assaulted. But what I do think you need to do is take a step back and go, all right, but let's just look at the night, the location. Let's let's look at the other, the, 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 the things that, that happened and let's see if we can't get something done. A you know, let's see if we just can't figure it out a little differently, right? Let's just, let's try, let's try to get onto this. Let's see what that's going to be like. And and that just wasn't done, right? Mobs of outraged UVA students descended on the Phi Kappa Psi house where the rape had allegedly happened and chanted threatening slogans. The house was repeatedly vandalized and members of the fraternity were subject to death threats and physical harm. Several members of the frat found it necessary to hire lawyers and the national organization suspended the UVA chapter indefinitely. However, the writer responsible for all this later admitted to having gone in search of the campus rape story to sell, to sell to Rolling Stone. As a condition of getting Jackie's story, she had agreed not to fact-check what she was told. And there's the problem, right? I mean, fact-checking is, is, a, is a key thing that has to be done, right? But these revelations tumbling out in the wake of the scandal and the university and the police investigation, but here's the problem, right? Sure, they got three million bucks in a settlement from Rolling Stone, the fraternity did, but... The damage was already done, folks. I mean, the damage was already done. And there's no getting it back. Because guess what? Even though they paid that money, and even though all of that happened, what didn't happen was Rolling Stone didn't do a 9,000-word feature piece on how they fucked up. Right? Rolling Stone didn't do a 9,000-word feature piece apologizing to every rape victim out there that they just put in the crosshairs that when they say something, their attacker can go, well, look what, Rolling, look what happened with Rolling Stone, man. That's essentially what happened to me, right? Rolling Stone didn't do any of that. In fact, what Rolling Stone did is they said, oh, they, they cut a check for $3 million. $3 million. That's all they did. And then called it a day. And they thought, well, you know, I mean, this is, this is the, the cost of doing business. Buying a story and then understanding it wasn't fact-checked and then understanding it wasn't fact-checked and buying that story, bam, got fucked. Oh, well, here's your three million bucks. We got to go. On to the next one. Hey, did you hear this guitar had semen on it? Yeah, amazing. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, did you hear about this story? Well, how much of their shit wasn't fact-checked before? 
Huh? And do and is there a disclaimer on that article that says this was not fact checked? Did they put that there? No, they didn't do any of that shit. None of it at all. So, you know, let's just look at these three lies again, really quick. Just a real quick overview, right? You got the Iraq War, New York Times, just blatantly lying to people. You have Dateline, blatantly lying to people. And then you have the Rolling Stone, blatantly lying to people. And it's not about the lies that we hear. It's not just about losing trust in the media, man. I wish it was. But it's losing trust in everything else, right? It just, it just lowers your expectation instead of raising your expectation. I mean, this is like if the spelling bee went from those words that you can't even pronounce or understand with, with three X's in them that you didn't even think they should be there to, okay, now spelling bee champ, uh, you know, Danny Timmons, he, uh, he won by spelling the word cat. And you're like, what? What happened to a higher standard for the spelling bee? Well, what happened to a higher standard for news? And what happened to a higher standard of, for trust? What happened to the idea or the thought process or, or, or the, 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 that, that we're, as, as we have access to more information, we still have to hold the, the accountability part true. We still have to hold the fact check part true, right? Because I don't care about fake news as much as I care about the people that propagate the fake news. Right? Fake news has always been out there. An idea of fake news has always been out there. But the trust or, or the fact check, I mean, journalists used to have a different standard of ethics and they've lost that. Right? Media outlets used to have a different standard of ethics and they lost that. All of this stuff has been lost and is gone. And, and we don't seem to care. We just go, well, I'll just, I'll just like the news source that I want. I just want to go after... <clears throat> This news source, or this one, or that one. This is where I get my news now. What is this divided us? Instead of going after what I would think is the best idea, which is multiple news sources, and seeing where their stories align, and also where their uh, where their stories are uh, part ways, or where they're different, right? And also then doing your own fact checking as best as you can. You know, you just gotta understand, folks. You can't. You know, man, I, I know I'm kind of ranting on this, but this is just, this is terrifying. It's terrifying because the account, there's no accountability after the lie. There's a payment, someone gets a check, but there's no accountability after the lie. You know, um, I mean, let's just, let's, let me, on, on the fly here, right? Um, lies from CNN. Boom. Someone's here. Jesus, it's early in the morning. Hold on one second. Place is hopping early in the morning, folks. Hopping. Neighbor kid coming over and wanting to get a ride to camp with us. Goodness gracious. I tell you, this is uh this is why you do these in the afternoon at a bar. Okay? This is why you do these in the afternoon at a bar. So let's get back to it, right? So well so here's the funny thing, right? So um lies from CNN. Number one thing that comes up on Google. Fact-checking Trump's lies. CNN. Pundit put all false statements involving CNN. CNN's controversies. CNN hashtag. CNN communications on Twitter. Make no mistake, Mr. President. CNN does not lie. We report the news. Has CNN finally figured out how to deal with Trump's lies? See, it's not about, but I know they've lied. 
here's the funny thing. I know uh, that CNN has lied. So let's see what, um, what this thing says. So statements made on CNN. Click on the ruling to see the statements made by CNN. So pants on fire, 3%, right? Uh, false, 11%. Mostly false, 9%. Uh, half true, 20, mostly true, 37, true, 16%. 60% of the time, true, come on. Recent statements made on CNN. Here's one that's false. Jack uh, Kingston. I remember years ago looking at a CBO report that in 1964 predicted Medicare would cost $9 billion, 10 years later. And I think it's already over $100 billion at that point. And that is 100% false. CBO didn't exist in 1964. Van Jones, uh, mostly true. African-Americans don't use drugs at a higher level than whites, but wind up going to prison six times more. The trend is supported by federal data. Sarah Palin says, Donald Trump's conversation to pro-life beliefs are akin to Justin Bieber's, who said in the past that abortion was no big deal to him. Uh, well, that's just not true. <laughs> Mike Rogers, Donald Trump is appealing to appealing as much to Democrats as he is to Republicans. Well, survey says this one goes down in flames. That's just not true. Uh, let's see, where's the half truth? Here we go. In a segment, um, Hugh, Hugh Hewitt says, uh, history suggests sports will quickly subsume a lot of attention span of uh, the attention span of the country in the presidential primary. Polls show publicly interest holds still. So that's not accurate. But I think it's fascinating where these people hold their accuracy and where they don't, right? Michelle Bachman says Donald Trump's polling numbers show that he's the highest with Hispanics than any, that any Republican has ever been. Well, national polls don't show that. However, let's jump in here and let's look at national polls and understand that national polls aren't exactly accurate. National polls had Hillary Clinton winning. And we all know what happened there. And this is all fairly recent stuff, right? Um, so, yeah, I, I love this. Ryan Eller, Jesus was an undocumented immigrant. Well, that's actually just not true. His family fled to another part of the Roman Empire, but it's not that he was undocumented. Uh, he was he was documented in who he was, and they were hunting based on his documentation. They had to flee so he would not get killed. That's kind of how that works. But thanks for playing, Ryan Eller. SE Cup, there are actually 30 countries that practice uh, birthright citizenship. That's very true. Good job. Look at that. Let's see here. Mostly false. Jan Brewer. We know from the federal data that the only that that they only stop or apprehend one out of four illegal people crossing the border. Well, there's no data to show that. Because you don't know who's illegally crossing the border. <laughs> it's always like, oh, you're illegal? Go ahead. Oh, you're illegal? Go ahead. Oh, you're illegal? Fuck it. Frisk him. You're illegal? Go ahead. It's not how it works, Jan, you dummy. All right, let's see. Mostly false. I love these mostly false ones. Uh, Donald Trump has given more money to Democratic candidates than Republican candidates. Um, you know, Trump has been uh, shifting to the right and giving quite a bit of money. So it's just, it is what it is. Let's see here. Let's get, let's, false. Sally Cohn, white men account for 69% of those arrested for violent crimes. Stats are off and, and miss half the story. Yeah, sorry, Sally. But they, they let these things happen, right? And what you, you know, and of course, what we're not seeing here is, is the challenge. So let's go, uh, let's just click on pants on fire. What if when I click on pants on fire? 
We have Ted Nugent. Uh, I have been a cop in Lake County, Michigan since 1982 thereabout. I conduct federal raids with the DEA and ATF and U.S. Marshals and the FBI and Texas Rangers. Well, there's nothing backing that statement up, Ted Nugent. And uh, thanks for playing. You must be deep, deep cover. Nancy, I can't even pronounce your last name. I'll spell it for you folks. P-F-O-T-E-N-H-A-U-E-R. The president's health care proposals will cause most Americans to have their premiums increased, not decreased, and hundreds of millions of people lose their insurance coverage. Um, yeah, you know, that's an interesting one. And I don't know which president she's talking about. So it's June 28, 2010. Let's see, what if I click on this here? You know, healthcare reform does not increase premiums and boot people out of their coverage. Well, guess what? We guess here's the funny thing, and this is the beautiful thing about the internet, right? And this is also one of the problems. At the time, they said liar, liar, pants on fire. But now we know, we honestly know that that did happen, right? We knew that that we know that that's happening now, and that's the crazy part. Is that I wonder what the difference is. I wonder if um, this group breaks down what is false versus, um, you know, false versus, you know, what, what is pants on fire? Larry Elder, if I were black, if, 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 if black America were a country, it'd be the 15th wealthiest nation in the world. Well, buying power doesn't equal GDP, but thanks for playing. Uh, Mark Lamont, every 28 hours, an unarmed black person is shot by a cop. Um, he said he, he misspoke. Unfortunately, all too many people and African-Americans are shot by cops, A, and, and B, just generally mistreated in this country. And we don't have to create uh, stats in any way, shape, or form or, or hype them up in any way, shape, or form and should not have to or feel that we need to to, to understand that uh, their lives matter and that that just shouldn't happen. So, you know, I mean, listen, Mark Lamont Hill, uh, just not... Don't, don't have to hype it up, man. We know it's very real, and I apologize for the people that don't acknowledge how real it is, but let's win on the real facts on, on something like that. Uh, let's see here. 1% of candidates that the NRA associates endorsed in 2012 won. Actually, well over half won. But thanks, Van Jones. Bill Maher. Do you know uh, that we have pipes carrying natural gas in this country that are made of wood? I'm not joking. Uh, but no, no firm proof either, Bill. So uh, Mary Madeline, Mary Madeline, for the last decade, the climate has been cooling. Uh, that just that just doesn't show us true. So these are, it's funny. Here's the funny thing, though. You know, I, I read all those. And you're like, Jesus, Jason. I mean, I have an argument for this. I have an argument for that. It's inconsequential as much as it's very interesting to me that I, um, you know, the CNN scorecard on their uh, made by their um, CNN personalities and their pundit guests, right? So this is. Googling did CNN uh, lie. And unfortunately, what you find, if you have a percentage, uh, 18, uh, you know, 27, right? So I'm going to go mostly false. And actually, I'm going to go into half truth, right? So just so almost 50% covers half truth, mostly false, false, and pants on fire. That means the other 50% is mostly true or true. So at a 50-50, CNN's at a 50-50. Get the fuck out of here with a 50-50 nonsense. I mean, come on, man. That's not okay. You can't have people on the air grabbing time, you know, and then it's just, it is absolutely lies told by CNN. Let's see here. 
CNN controversies, Wikipedia. What do you got for me, Wikipedia? See, I love this stuff, right? Uh, I, I love this stuff because it is, um, it's, it's, it's quite fascinating to me uh, how, how they're still on the air. This is like how the Catholic Church is still around. Right? If it was a daycare, it would have been, fu- you know, it would have been shut down and, 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 and gone years and years ago. But, but we don't have that, right? Instead, we have nonsense. So here, hold on. We're getting to where people are going to start. I mean, listen, we already, everyone's awake. It's me hiding in a room doing this with Anchorman on, talking to you guys about the lies of CNN. Why? Because this movie is predicated on the fact that there's just over-exaggerated news people, dick fuck, who just, you know, just, what do they do? They lie in some capacity. They hype the news up in some in some way. And you're, you're wishing this was a comedy with Ron Burgundy. You know, like, oh, look how funny it is when Ron does it. But it's not funny when we do it. And then people go and propagate these lies. So let's look at the coverage of the 2000. This is from Wikipedia. On April 3rd, 2016, hundreds of supporters of the Bernie Sanders protest outside of CNN Los Angeles. Sanders supporters were protesting CNN's coverage of the 2016 United States presidential election, specifically in regards to the lack of airtime Sanders had received. That yeah, makes sense. Known as Occupy CNN, protesters claim that major media networks have intentionally blacked out Sanders' presidential campaign in favor of giving them much more airtime to candidates like Hillary Clinton. And that happened. And we know what else happened. You know, we know that, that, that the DNC uh, really attacked and, uh, and brutalized uh, Bernie. And it was just, it was, it was awful, right? During live coverage of the 2016 CNN anchor Chris Cuomo said that downloading the hacked and stolen Podesta emails from WikiLeaks website was a violation of the law and that only media could legally do so. The statement drew criticism uh, to the network for being false. Yeah, of course. During the Persian Gulf War, CNN was criticized for excessively pushing human interest stories and avoiding depictions of violent images. The result of all this being alleged of propagandist uh, presentation of news and a report by the Fairness and Accuracy in Reporting called FAIR quotes an unnamed CNN reporter describing the sweet, beautiful sight of bombers taking off from Saudi Arabia, where the terrorists were from. Hmm. Let's see here. Conflict with the Venezuelan government, Operation uh, Tailwind, suppression of Bahrain protesters, the resignation of Isan Jordan, Jeff Zucker, you know, the Boston uh, coverage of the Boston Marathon bombings after erroneously reporting that a dark-skinned male had been arrested in connection with the attack. In the aftermath of the broadcast, Jeff Zucker, who became president of CNN in 2013, lauded the coverage claiming that CNN shined this week and boasted rating success that CNN achieved during the coverage, adding their viewers respected the network's accountability when it admitted mistakes. John Stewart criticized Zucker's comments after calling CNN's coverage of the Washington Navy Yard shooting breathlessly wrong. The lesson they take from this is, it does not matter how much they betray our trust, we'll keep coming back. And that, there you go, John Stewart. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly it, 100%. You know, it's funny, I was talking earlier about, you know, if, if I won the lottery and uh, if I could bring in, um, you know, my friends and, and, and do a bar and how we've grown and changed and, and our lives and marriage and kids and hangovers and, uh, and everything that, that, that comes, comes with it, right? And, uh, you know, you just saw Ron Burgundy, Who's, who kind of corralled all his boys back together, and he, um, what does he do, man? What does he do? 
That's right. He gets a little heavy-handed. So when I asked, you know, if you're paying everyone, you know, is everyone in charge or just you in charge? And that is, that's the difference, man. I mean, is that, are you in, you've, you've got to learn how to give up power and show a little respect and, and, and a little bit of love of, of, of what's happening, right? And crazy, crazy world we live in, but you see what happens when power corrupts. It absolutely corrupts. And you, you can't hold on to it and think, oh, well, it's my money. If you're willing to give and share, then give and share. One of my uh, one of my favorite things uh, that, um, that 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 happens here, and this is this is probably a big break, right? This is probably a a big piece that uh, that that we need to understand in the in, in how Anchorman, even though you know this is the summer of shitty sequels, and this was a shit sequel, but they start you know Ron Burgundy live breaking news, GNN, they break away from some serious news to highlight a car chase. To highlight a car chase, a crazy, crazy car chase. So they're highlighting this car chase, and you're thinking, "What the? You know, well, we're so used to car chases now. You know, we know, but L.A. right, uh, radio, news, TV, car chases, uh, traffic on the 405, and here it is, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, car chase in progress, breaking news. What's going to happen? What's going to happen with this car chase? And it and it just got me thinking, right? And, and it's it's pretty interesting. So what are you know what are what are some of the uh, some of the craziest craziest news stories? What are some of them, right? Because this is this is kind of you know, and I would think car chases are the fact that they captivate us. The captain, you know, you're, you're talking about Israel and what's happening and, and what's going on in the Middle East and the power struggle and 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 where the world is, uh, and, and and it's 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 taken away because of a car chase. And that is attention span. And then the car spins out. And, oh, my goodness. Who's going to die? Is there an accident? What's happened? It's real live action. It is the step that took us to reality TV. What's going on? Can this person outrun the cops? I mean, we've seen it in movies. But what's going on? And then if you can outrun the cops, what does that mean? Did you get away? Can't get away from helicopter. You can't outrun the radio, right? So... Weird, strange, odd, and unusual stories from NBC News. The people we know who are fucking liars. Here's also here's the great irony, right? Is that we know that these people lie. We know that already. So then, what do you got to do here? I'll tell you what I got to do. Then I go right to these news sources that we've already agreed lie to us. And I go, huh, here we go. Let's, uh, let's check this out. I can't believe... I love the idea of this. I love that, you know, they catch the guy and Ron Burgundy is there and he's like, well, here you go. Strange news, man. Here it is. Oh, my goodness. Let's see here. What do we got for strange news? What can we, you know, this is, this is another weird one because no one likes to show or admit when, uh, you know, oh, here we go. This is going to be perfect. Got it. No one likes to show or admit that, um, that you know that they fucked up or anything crazy has happened they just don't so here are strange news stories in in a world of, of, of the evaluation of strange new, strange news right and the evolution of the car chase and understanding what's going on in the car chase and everything that happens let's take a moment well burgundy wins an award for ratings because of following a car chase versus following what's happening globally, geopolitically, right? That's what amazes me, you know, that 
certain shows or certain things are still on. I love that he ice skates and plays the pan. I just they plays the flute, the jazz flute, the sissy jazz flute. He's still into the jazz flute, folks. And he's ice skating. And he's in a white tux with a little bit of white fur. <clears throat> he's a baller and a shot caller. That Ron Burgundy is very, very talented. So, here we go. Let's have some fun. Let's have some real fun. Crazy news stories from all 50 states. And I'm not going to stop at 25. No, no. We're going to go all 50, folks. So we got time to do all 50, and we're going to do all 50. Alabama. Arkansas. Man, I love my mom, pa. Alabama. Oh, it's not Florida, but we're getting close. So let's, uh, let's do it. Alabama. Carnival worker arrested after butt dialing his friend while having sex with his dog and recording the act. You heard that right. Just in case you're wondering. Just in case you're wondering. Yes. Uh, Russell Joseph Myers for Alabama is the second person in the state charged with the toughened bestiality laws. Myers was arrested after he allegedly butt-dialed a friend, with a gave him a voicemail, and he was having sex with his German shepherd. Oh, no. Oh, yes. The ex-carnival worker, and this is, by the way, you're giving carny people a bad, bad name, right? The ex-carnival worker, also into Chihuahua, but police said he did not molest that dog. Oh, thanks for not fucking the Chihuahua, you psychopath. Myers may have not uh, may have to register as a sex offender if convicted. The dog is okay and being cared for by animal control. Oh, Alaska. Oh, Alaska. Alaska man with eyeball tattoo pleads guilty to attempted murder, says beautiful face led to crime. Oh, you know, I just, I don't, I only have so much that you can do. Beautiful eyeball tattoo. Not the tattoo of an eyeball on him, but his eyeball was tattooed. Oh, jeez. You know, there's places you don't tattoo. You don't tattoo your eyeball, right? You don't, uh, you don't tattoo your butthole. You don't tattoo your privates. I'd recommend you don't tattoo your nipples or your belly button, but that's me. That is just me. That's just how I'm thinking these days. But, uh, you know, what do I know? Arizona. Arizona man arrested after shooting at the moon. He's going to blame high on marijuana. I'm going to let you know something right now. That, uh, as a person who maybe, 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 has been high on the marijuana, I can tell you this. The last thing you want to do is shoot at the moon. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was, uh, he was looking at something else. And by looking at something else, I mean he was doing something else because he's a psychopath. All right? Different drugs. But thanks for blaming marijuana. I'm going to call that fake news. Arkansas woman steals $144 of eye makeup, wears it all at the same time. Jesus. <sighs> woman gives birth, fights off bees, starts wildfire in, wildfire in Northern California. I don't know why that's a crime. Well, you calm down, all right? Come on, calm down. All right, Colorado, Aspen man hires stuffed owl as his defense attorney. First of all, good for you. Okay, if you believe that stuffed owl can do something special for you, get you off onto crazy town, whatever it may be, good for you. Get it done. Connecticut. Man arrested for allegedly aggressively mopping. That's right. John Thornton uh, visited the Doubletree Hotel in Bristol, Connecticut on Monday night, and he apparently did not like the mop job being done by a female employee. So he did it. 
well, let's A, get that man a job, and B, let's cope with his OCD in a different way. Okay, Delaware, man, 22, through semen, okay, hold on a second, through semen at a Walmart shopper. Victim, I felt something wet, uh, felt something wet on her buttocks and thigh. Oh, oh, I'm going to throw up a little bit. You know what you don't need to hear this early in the morning with your, with your coffee is about a guy throwing semen a la Hannibal Lecter style, uh, Silence of the Lambs, not Hannibal Lecter, but Silence of the Lambs style, walking down the prison, just getting semen thrown at you, nasty motherfuckers. Oh, Delaware and Walmart. Are we not coming full circle? Do you shit on Walmart? Yeah, shop local where they don't let you throw semen on people. Walmart, man, it's just, it's just a semen throwing contest like Beirut with semen throwing. Everything's got semen on it in Walmart, allegedly. Not true. Probably not true. But there's some semen throwing happening, according to Delaware cops and the 22-year-old man just whipping around. Oh, God, I'm getting sick to my stomach. Mm. Not good, folks. Not good at all. Florida. All right, brace yourselves. Let's see if Florida's going to win. So far, you know, in I mean, one, you've got a uh, man throwing semen in Delaware. That's a good one, right? I mean, that's probably our best one as far as just a dumb crime. I can't believe this fucking happened. God, this got reported. Crazy stories reported by the news. Florida reported by the news. Orlando gun range allows customers to shoot at each other. Okay. So, huh. It allows a realistic shooting experience according to clickorlando.com. Well, you know, uh, welcome to Florida. I, I wish this was more exciting. I wish there was something there that really kind of set it apart for me, but mm, it really didn't. Georgia. Georgia man accidentally texts probation officer for weed. Well, that's just, I mean, listen, that's a dumb crime. That's not really a crazy story the news reported on as much as that's just a dumb, dumb crime. Something dumb. Hawaii. Invasive acid, acid spraying ants in Hawaii are deforming native seabreed, uh, seabird chicks. Imagine being the reporter on this. So you just, it's Monday morning, Sunday night. You just watch some zombie film. You go to sleep, you wake up, and you find out there are acid spraying ants in Hawaii. And they're out there and they're spraying their acid on native seabird chicks and destroying them. What the fuck? is going on what the fuck man are you serious dude uh you know there's there's all sorts of different ways that you can burglar someone right there's all sorts of different crimes you can do but one of the keys to crime one of the big keys to crime is that you have a good disguise and in idaho disguises evidently are very very hard to come by so a robber wore underwear on his head during a burglary. These are also all stories Ron Burgundy would talk about or do. And in doing them, uh, would probably gain national notoriety, right? So, you know, this is what the news has come to. Instead of understanding the geopolitical climate or understanding the implication of the tax code changes or anything like that, so we get these news stories, right? You know, Illinois, this is uh, Illinois, this is a great one. Woman missing since she got lost. How do, how do we know when she got lost? How do we know she is lost? How do we know she's not running away from this crazy fucking world that we live in? How do we know an alien didn't abduct her? How do we know she wasn't part of a greater experiment? She's a cyborg that the government put out there and they finally just recalled her because her battery was getting low. We don't know any of that. You know why? Because she's gone. So you've just got to have a natural assumption. 
but something else is happening. Ron Burgundy running in the water like an idiot. Oh, yes. I love what he's doing here. Indiana. Man wakes up to find dog chewed uh, chewed his toes off. Well, feed your dog, bro. And uh, first of all, how did you not feel that chewing happen? Like, what kind of, 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 of weird sleep patterns do you have? How knocked out are you? Wednesday morning. Uh, let's see. Let's hope this dog isn't um, lactose intolerant. Oh, I get it there, Indiana. You dummies. Hillary Hansen. Lactose intolerant. Roger Brown of... Brazil, Indiana, woke up Wednesday morning to find his trusty puppy licking his feet. Oh, because his toes were gone. Yeah, his toes were gone. That's re-fucking-diculous. Stop your nonsense. Iowa. Man pulls a knife on brother for eating too many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. What's too many? What's too many? Once again, these are now headlines. If you, if you watch like Good Morning America... If you watch any of that stuff, uh, you will find stories like this just gripping the news and the real stories not being said, not addressing the lies that they've told, not apologizing for the way they've misled us, and instead hyping us up and getting us talking about some bullshit like this. Andriana Phelps finds God's name in her in the vein of her leg, and there's a video to prove it. You know, taking God's name in vain is bad, but having his name written in your vein is apparently good for the woman of Wichita, Kansas. There you go. Oh, this is my favorite. This is my new favorite, folks. Kentucky. Lost child wins gun from fundraiser. Stetson Graves, 19-month-year-old boy uh, of Charlie and Kim Graves, was the winner of the 17 caliber Marlin rifle that was given away on December 13th by the Tri-County Moose Service. Wow, that's what you do. You give a 19-month-old a gun. Good job. Drunk dad sleeps well. Boy eight drives, police say. In Louisiana. Well, it's Louisiana. They, they, you know, they, they allow everything to happen. In Louisiana. Maine. Man uh, gripes to police that prostitute still owes him 10 minutes. Well, she's a hooker, sir. Uh, it's going to be hard. You, you, and by the way, you, uh, you uh, gripe to the pimp or the girl. Maybe you agree on the time. Like, when is the time? What time is it? Uh, anything like that. But you don't, you don't go to the police. Uh, Maryland. Man broke into home to lick remote controls. Well, you're a dirty motherfucker. You're an absolute dirty, 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 dirty motherfucker. 100% dirty. You know that? You know why you're dirty? You're dirty because you're licking remotes. And that means there's there's old food, there's semen, there's everything on there. Right? Go find that 22-year-old guy at Walmart. I want you to lick his fingers before he throws that semen on some lady's buttocks and legs. You sick, sick bastard. Women allegedly assault sandwich maker over too many pickles. Well, I don't think assault's necessary. Um... Michigan man coming through window says he was warning neighbor about Prowler. <laughs> I do love that. Oh, here's see the semen stories get me right. Minnesota thieves steal seventy thousand worth of bull semen. One, how'd you get that bull semen? Two, uh, in getting that bull semen, you know, did you enjoy it? Why are you stealing it? Are you a, a producer for Fear Factor, and you're going to have people drink that semen? I'm just curious. I mean, these are these are all questions that I that I have, uh, and, and 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 should and everyone should have. 
M-I-S-S-I, oh my goodness. Mississippi, spelled wrong in their paper from the Associated Press, says Mississippi's literacy program shows improvement, spelling Mississippi wrong. Missouri, high school student arrested for allegedly changing team's name to um, masturbate in the yearbook. First of all, I don't think there's a need for arrest. Uh, that's pretty funny. Changing some, I understand the long implications, the long-term implications of scarring, of naming a kid masturbate. I get it. It's bullying. It's not nice. It's still kind of funny. Montana, where I just came from, Montana man killed trying to create Bigfoot hoax. I remember this. He dressed up in a ghillie suit and then he tried to provoke sightings of Bigfoot and he got run over by a car because he's a moron. Don't, don't, once again, don't type it up. Stoners call cops after their hookah pipes get stolen. Cops find a grow operation. Welcome to Nebraska, where they don't fuck around with stuff like that. Nope, it's Nebraska, where you go to jail forever for even having a hookah pipe. Moviegoer shoots self in the butt during Born Legacy at the theater in Nevada. Well, that's just because Nevada should have, Nevada, Louisiana, there are certain states that just have strict gun laws. Just because angry, losing money because of gambling, A. B, copious amounts of drinking, see shaky decisions being made all the time as oxygen and neon lights are pumped at you at, 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 a, at a crazy rate. New Hampshire, man loses life saving, um, man lo loses life saving at carnival when stuffed banana with dreadlocks. Huh? Oh, loses his life savings. You know, let's pick that up a little bit. Loses life savings at carnival. Wins stuffed banana with dreadlocks. How much was his life savings? I mean, stop. His life savings? Did he just start saving yesterday? Stop your nonsense. Man allegedly vomits 14 bags of heroin in front of cops. Well, that's going to happen. You got to get rid of that stuff. You just have to get rid of that stuff. Uh, a man accused of killing lawyer receives a new attorney. Uh, that's a tough job to take. New York, mom disrupts school assembly by stripping. Well, this lady, listen, I'm looking at the picture of her. She's cross-eyed. So she might have just, uh, I don't know, she probably just misunderstood what was going on. North Carolina, 17 remain dead in morgue shooting spree. Well, come on now, folks. Come on, that's just silly. It's dumb and silly. North Dakota, high school baseball teammates allegedly have sex with sandwich. Oh, semen again. Is that mayonnaise or semen? Okay, there we go. Nasty. Ohio, man arrested for... Fucking pool raft again. Again, folks. Not the first time. Doing it again. Oklahoma man gets 30 years in prison for fatal atomic wedgie. Wow, he killed someone with a wedgie. Fatal atomic wedgie. Holy shit. Oregon. Lion tries to eat zebra-striped toddler at Oregon Zoo. Well, <laughs> Don't leave your kids by that glass. I don't care if you think that glass is tough enough or not. Don't do it. Pennsylvania. Teasing over vaginal flatulence on school bus leads to groin attack. It's not a groin attack. All right, listen. Some kid was uh, being an asshole, right? A 13-year-old male high school student was teasing an 18-year-old girl about her vaginal flatulence before being struck in the testicles. That's right. Pussy farts are no laughing matter. Pussy farts. That's a great band name. Rhode Island, officers investigate for making teens do push-ups. Make them do push-ups. Who cares? That's not a beaut. Come on. South Carolina, woman stabs roommate who wouldn't stop listening to the Eagles. Well, 
that can get annoying. Let's be very honest. That can get very annoying. South Dakota, breastfeeding bandit, sneaks into home and suckles stranger's baby. Oh, listen, that person, you go to jail for life. All right, that's a sickness. You go to jail for life. Tennessee man had sex with ATM and a picnic table. Oh, first of all, the picnic table is the gross part. I mean, I get the ATM. Fuck that money. But seriously, oh, you nasty. You nasty. Texas, naked man hospitalized after drinking game leads to prosthetic leg being set with drinking game leads to his leg being set on fire all right well utah and you gotta love utah right i mean the 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 contingency there is is majority mormon and those very nice people mormons are very very nice people and man determined to get arrested well guess what he got arrested why utah vermont oh geez Public steps up, helps Vermont cops identify a notorious washing machine urinator. Uh, urine sterile, so calm down, folks. Oh, play on words. Virginia having a little bit of fun. And they say porn star sues over a rear-end collision. Giggity, giggity, giggity. I get it. Butt sex. Stabbing disrupts class for anger management in Washington, D.C. West Virginia, frat boy sues for injuries caused by a rocket shot from anus. That's going to burn your hair. All right, it's going to burn your hair, and it's going to do some other awful things. It's just how it works, man. I don't know what else to tell you guys. That's just how shit works, all right? Stop doing it. Goodness gracious. Wisconsin man got shot intentionally in phenomenally stupid attempt to win back ex-girlfriend. And the breaking news and uh, the car chase of all car chase news from Wyoming... The state of Wyoming now has two escalators. And they're totally fine with that. That's a long pause. Just a second or two, and they're totally fine with that. This is just ridiculous, man. This is ridiculous. It's just crazy, folks. It's absolutely fucking crazy, right? You got to think. I mean, listen, all of this stuff that's happening, right? All of these things. It's just ridiculous. This is the news. This is what they put in front of you. These are all the things that they do. They put it in front of you. Let you know, like, hey, what do you think? What do you think about this? How about this now? Huh? What about this? Right? This is all put in front of you. One big game put in front of you. And for what? This is the news that you decide to take in. This is the stuff that you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this. This is going to be for me, by me, about me. This is it. This is absolutely it. I cannot believe this is happening. So let's go once again. Look here. You know what we're going to do? We're going to go to some... Real big lies. These are the, the the biggest lies that made history, right? So you can go and just, you know, and we're, we focused a lot and beat up the media a lot. So let's just get kind of, let's get general here in line because we all do it. And it's a lot of fun. 1919, the World Series, uh, you know, eight Chicago White Sox baseball players intentionally lost against the Cincinnati Reds in exchange for gambling bribe of 100 grand or 1.5 million today. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Hunger is suspicious when the White Sox athletes started to play uncharacteristically bad in the best of nine championship series. Well, that's going to happen, right? You know, they asked him and they said, I don't know why I did it. I needed the money. I had a, I had the wife and kids. I, I think it's more hilarious that well, they probably went to jail for this, right? Uh, I mean, it's a game. They got busted cheating in a game. Take our games so seriously here in America. It's pretty funny how seriously we take our games. 
You know what else we take seriously? I'll tell you what else we take seriously, and that is our circus, our circuses, our circus frauds. You know, P.T. Barnum was a, he was a circus fraud kind of guy. He was absolutely crazy, right? I mean, he created a show of, of for millions of people. Yeah, but, you know, embellishments and exploitations was, was P.T.'s kind of thing. That was just what he did. You know, shortest man alive, tallest man alive, half man, half woman. You know, um, they found a loophole. And, you know, so although slavery was outlawed in New York where he lived, he found a loophole and leased a lady for a year for $1,000. He, he paraded her around on tour as he falsely claimed that she was a 161-year-old former nurse of George Washington. Goodness gracious. The Cuban Missile Crisis, this is from our government. If you're shocked that our government lies to us, don't be. Sometimes our government lies to us through the news or with the help of the news. It's just how it works. You know, despite the Soviets' reassurances that they're only sending defense weapons to Cuba, the Soviet Union lied to the United States time and time again and in true intentions to plant missiles in Cuba. 1962, the secret came out when American U-2 spy plane spotted photographer numerous missiles being snuck into Cuba. Oh, yeah. And, well, some crazy things happened, right? Not all lies are bad. In fact, some lies actually work in your favor, like winning a war. During World War II, America couldn't decipher the code used by the Japanese military. They intercepted and a planned a naval attack location by Japan. America military intelligence experts thought AF could stand for Midway because of the Japanese tended, de, uh, tended to designate A to Hawaii. Huh. Well, their light wife confirmed a hypothesis. The United States used their newfound knowledge to prepare for an attack on Midway and delivered a major victory, ultimately helped the nation win World War II. Yeah, you know what? I mean, it's a good lie. You tell a little lie, you get some leverage, and what do you know? We got this right here. Uh, Watergate, huge lie, of course, right? Uh, for those of you that don't know, it happened in 72 when five men broke into the DNC, the Democratic National Committee headquarters in Watergate. In D.C. to bug phones and steal confidential documents. A month later, the spies were arrested. They were caught breaking in again, but authorities later discovered that the men worked for President Nixon's re-election campaign. Now, more, more than likely, you know this great lie uh, from Bernie Madoff, but it really started with Charles Ponzi, the Ponzi scheme. An Italian immigrant made a fortune lying to people. In fact, he was so good at deception, the government named a type of fraud after him, right? There you go, the Ponzi scheme. Tricking thousands of New England residents into investing in postage stamp speculation scheme. Ooh la la. He raked in about $3 million in today's money, but his days of scheming and scamming caught up to him in August of the same year when he was charged with 86 counts of mail fraud. Holy shit. Do you all know about the Pentagon Papers? top secret Department of Defense study that documented the extent, that's right, that documented the extent of America's political and military involvement in Vietnam from 45 to 67. I mean, President Johnson was one of many presidents included in these papers. Uh, I mean, this is just crazy, right? And it, it just, the French and their war against the communist-led Vietnamese, right, began his plans to wage war on overt. I mean, Americans use the new information as ammunition to further fuel their protest against the Vietnam War. Uh, one of the great lies, of course, you know, Nazi propaganda and what Hitler did, absolutely atrocious. Chernobyl disaster, you know, what really happened there didn't happen there. Those are, those are some of the greatest lies told. You know, and, and once again, I mean, these are lies that are caught, but 
what you don't see and what you never see, and it's it's like what you don't what you what happens in the news is you do not see the apology. And I think that you know if we're going to wrap this up, folks, let's wrap it up with this. Let's look at this in, in the full spectrum, right? And let's say, all right, so what what do we really what's really going on here? What do we um, what do we have here or don't have here, perhaps, right? And it's you know. You've got the state of retractions on the back page of the New York Times, or, you know, but nobody reads them, right? You're, you're on to the next story. You've printed your lie and you're on to the next story. And, and that's a big issue, man, because it's not, you're not giving, you're not giving due to what you did wrong. You're not being held accountable. And you look at this, you're like, well, Jason, I mean, they, what do you want them to do? Hold a day? Have a day of retractions? No, because it'll get ignored. I, I want it remembered. Right? These mistakes need to be remembered. And when they brought up and they'd be like, yeah, I made a mistake. But man, we're, we're working on it. We're getting better every day. I don't want to hear that bullshit. I just don't. What I want to hear instead is an apology, a real apology. And when it comes up again, you're like, yeah, you're right. We made a mistake and we apologize. And we'll apologize again. And I'll apologize every day till the cows come home. And the reason I'll keep apologizing is because the mistake that I made is bigger than the mistake you made. I mean, not bigger than the mistake you made. The mistake is bigger than we could possibly even way to know. Because we're affecting history. We're affecting the way people see things. And so said, someone's going to read those dumb articles from the New York Times and be like, yeah, see, look, there was a real bad thing that was happening there. They can read those and that can happen. That's crazy, folks. That's nuts. That's absolutely, positively, 100% nuts. Nuts. Right? And guess what's not there? What's not there, by the way, cameo John C. Riley, good job. What's not there in this in these in these issues, in these lies, and this lack of apology is that it's being scrubbed from the internet in some capacity. It doesn't the headline doesn't start with if I Google those articles, right? Shouldn't the headline start with in some way just a this was a lie? Like, what if it started that way? What if it started with, this was a lie? What if it went that way? What if instead it's like, this was not true. This article below that you're about to read was 100% not true. In fact, it was part of war propaganda. What if we did that instead? What if we went through and made those edits? It's not like the internet can't do that. And maybe that's where technology like blockchain come in. Maybe that's where other things happen. But folks, you've really, I mean, you've got to look at this in, in, in a different way and, and think about what we can do to, it's not control the narrative, but understand the narrative as far as what's real and what's fake. Understand the narrative in what, in what is the truth Versus what's the truth at the time? What is the real truth? Do they have weapons of mass destruction? No. Okay? Was the, were the reports from the New York Times and CNN and ABC and NBC and CBS on the Iraq war, what was going to happen there? Was any of that true? No. It just wasn't. So when I go Google that, shouldn't, there, shouldn't that be the responsibility of the news agencies? Shouldn't that be their responsibility to put up there, this never happened, this was, this was not true? Does that not make sense? I think it does. I think that is, 
the, the, the best way possible to at least give an understanding, a realistic understanding of what we think should or should not happen. Uh, or not should or should not happen. A realistic expectation of, of where the truth is and where the lies are and what that difference is. Because right now people don't know. And when you don't know and, 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 and then you look to the internet to find it, all you're finding, all you're finding are a mix of truth and lie. And in that mix of truth and lie, you know, what you, the, the problem is, is that you, 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 the average person is like, yeah, but I believe, I believe X, I believe Y, I, I, I believe this person or that person. What you don't understand is that if you don't do more research, you might just be like, I believe the New York Times. Great, but the New York Times lies. Sometimes they make those mistakes. Sometimes they acknowledge them. So, but how many times have they not been caught? Right? I mean, and think about the other dumb stuff that's been going on. The other dumb shit, maybe just dumb, dumb shit. Like, I don't know. Let's take, for example, here. Uh, we've got the sugar society, right? Sugar. What do they say about sugar? They said sugar was okay for you. They just, and they went on, they talked about high fats being bad for you and everything else. Well, that was a lie. In fact, someone was paid. Someone was paid to create that lie. And, and you know, and, and where's the retraction? Where's the information? Where does something come up that stops that? You're like, man, this is a long rant. Well, it's so important. It's so, so, so important that, you know, we just, what are we going to, it's, it's so important that we not only, that, that we find a way to trust our, our news, right? But we also find a way to, to understand and acknowledge when mistakes are made and an understanding where mistakes are made and an understanding that it's okay to make mistakes. That's probably the final thing. And let's, all right, and obviously we're going to close earlier. Let's let's really think about this as, as, as we're wrapping up. There's the big fight scene at the end, right? I mean, Craig Kilborn, he's, uh, he psychically stops an axe from killing Ron Burgundy. Will Smith is in this. Sasha Barra Cohn's in this. They're flying in F-16s. They're just, they're shooting shit up. It's, I mean, we've got, we, we've got a, a cameo of, of, of amazing actors and actresses in this, in this final fight scene of news teams just getting after it, right? As, as Burgundy's son plays the piano and you wonder what's the sporting event that dad missed? You know, what's the one that dad missed? He's like, I got to go see my son. It's like, Oh, now there's inner agents fighting and everything else. But, you know, I think the greater thing is here is that, you know, what we could learn and what we should learn what we should take away is that it's okay to make mistakes it's 100% okay to, oh, and look, there's Vince Vaughn. Hi, Vince, you handsome devil, riding your motorcycle, your leather jacket, looking fantastic as always, Mr. Vince Vaughn. Good for you, sir. But, uh, you know, you do have to wonder. You're going to break out and go, okay, well, and here's where I think conspiracy groups can, can take a note, where Republicans and Democrats can take notes. Here's where we all can take notes, all of us. One, people are going to make mistakes. And those mistakes sometimes are going to be deliberate. They're called lies. But when they do lie to us, 
we need to give them the opportunity and with, with uh, the opportunity to apologize and in that apology accept that apology and hope that they're better persons and give them the opportunity to be better people give them that 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 golden opportunity to be better and to understand what's going on in the world right okay just just do it you know and it, what's the worst that happens they lie to you again good they lie to you again kick them out get rid of them who cares no one does all right but give them an opportunity to be like you know what i made a mistake and this is why give them that you know we we give alcoholics and and and, and, and people who use drugs who have lied and stolen and cheated their way through life to to feel that addiction right we've given them opportunities to apologize even the, the, the steps the programs can we give other people the steps and programs can we can we do that that'd be exciting wouldn't it oh my goodness and there goes brick you son of a bitch starting a fire blowing up the world blowing up the world maybe we're blowing up the world with this but a kinder, gentler nation that accepts apologies, that understands what's going on, and and that and, and hopefully a kinder, gentler nation and, and, and people that in all of that, in that kinder, gentler nation, and all of that, that when someone does make a mistake, when someone does crazily fuck up, let me tell you, that they get an opportunity to to say I'm sorry. That, that that lie lives for, forever and they acknowledge what happens there and that most importantly, right, most importantly, figure out a way to forgive them and hold them accountable at the same time. And I think you can do both. I believe that 100%. Folks, I know it's been a weird one, early morning one. We won't do another early morning one. We're going to do more of the shitty summer sequels. Uh, thanks for letting me take the week off. I appreciate it. I love you guys. You are the absolute best uh, listeners in the world, and uh, I can't thank you enough for everything that you do. Thanks for letting me ramble through Anchorman 2, uh, really talking about the lies told to us, lies told to us by news, lies, crazy, not even just lies, just crazy dumb shit that the news reports instead of unreporting real stuff. This is fun. Uh, I'm thinking The Exorcist 2 as being one of the worst movies of all time as our next movie for uh, shitty summer sequels. And we're going to get into exorcisms and the Catholic Church and religion and pigs and demons and everything else that makes it fun. But right now, it is your time, your favorite time, when my daughter sings about the first time she took a shit by herself. Thank you very much. Love you, love you, love you, love you. And we'll talk soon. Enjoy. Ah.